What's your honest reaction to Trump's mugshot? I think it's really a good thing for the black community because when you look at it, the Democrats really kind of force the crime community on black people, bringing rappers to the White House, etc. And every time a mugshot come out of those said rappers, the album goes crazy. Now that Trump is no longer a stranger to the culture, he's a part of it, it's going to backfire. It's the worst thing they could have ever done, the best thing that we could have ever gotten. Trump 2024. That's why I'm here to show my support as a black man for Trump. And I'm wearing my shirt, niggas for Trump 2024, and I mean that. Because I was told I was black. I should vote Democrat. So I voted Democrat. I'm not doing that no more. And after I'm witnessing them trying to take down Trump as much as possible to keep him from getting back in that White House, that makes me want to vote for him more and more and more. We need somebody in this room. You go to you go to goddamn you go to jail in Zone Six Atlanta. You a brother, straight up. They fucked up. Niggas like niggas that went to jail. They believe in that shit. This poor fellow isn't sharp. He's weary and confused. He doesn't care about us, and he probably doesn't know what he's talking, 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 talking about. And you, you are puzzled. Welcome to I'm Sick This Place. I'm your host, Chad. And uh, this is how it's going to start. With a song. <clears throat> By, uh, is it Laid Back? Laid Back. Do you want to ride? Ride the white horse. Anyways, I haven't shit myself these days, so I guess I'm doing pretty good. I haven't shit I fuck the 
So, who here knows a wigger that aged well? And by that, I mean it's kind of hard to find one. Me, personally, I don't think they really, like, uh, not like age, but live past the age of 45. So, I'm at work, and my dad works there with me, and... uh you know, growing up, he never we, we didn't bond over sports. He was never into sports. So to to see him appear out of the shadows in a Detroit Lions hat and jersey that he is very small. So it's ever so slightly large on like it it it's large on him. He should be wearing a medium, he's or, or a small, he's wearing a medium, maybe a large. And it, and it's and it, and I go wow, my dad looks like a really well aged wigger. And I told him that yesterday while we were doing an oil change, only after he pulled me aside and told me that my breath normally stinks. I don't know why he does this. Like for example, he pulled my sister to the side and told her she stung and she's like yeah of course I stink I'm depressed and I haven't bathed in three days you don't think I fucking know I don't smell but he even had me blow my breath into his nose so he could take a couple of hits a couple of whiffs and I guess unfortunately it didn't I mean I use a, a electronic toothbrush, so I'm pretty sure I clean my teeth well. And I use a tongue scraper, and I don't use um, like mouthwash that much because I find it very drying and it and it irritates my gums. But anyways. He looked like a wigger that aged well because he is almost 60 and I don't think there's any 60-year-old wiggers. If they are, they look more like they're 82. And I told him that and he laughed because he knew in his heart of hearts I was right. And although he came at me I kind of gave him a backhanded compliment, in a sense, that although he's dressing retarded, he looks good for his age, and he definitely good, looks good to, to somebody who would typically not be older, who would die at the age of 45. That's all I'm saying. And I'm not sure if he's going to start dressing like that, 
He shouldn't because I've known him my whole entire life and that is not who he is. So I'm just waiting for the day somebody to ask him, you know, what do they think of whomever the fuck on the team? Which hearing people talk about sports secondhand, I always, it's almost like hearing not necessarily a foreign language, but going from like, it's, it's, it's almost like Cajun where like you kind of understand, or I kind of understand it. Cause it's a mixture of like French and fucking Southern twang and a little bit of normal talk in there. Or just like a really, um, different accent. And, and, and I, and I always, maybe because I don't really have anything I'm passionate about, I don't keep an encyclopedia of things in my head. Like, I guess you could, I, like, I guess you could be like, oh, you like fucking, for example, Godzilla's to list off kaijus and fucking Godzilla's bada bada bada. But there's a difference to me where I wouldn't be talking about it with so much emotion. Maybe I don't I need to watch sports to get it. Once again, my father and I didn't grow up watching it. He didn't grow up, so there was none of that passing down. You know, the thing he passed down to me is more shenanigans and being weird because as we were talking he was talking about how he still will randomly like show up in a wig and then take it off halfway through the day and somebody's like oh man that toupee looked great on you and here I am at work letting my personality come out where somebody who was training me she goes to do a different job she comes back and she's telling me how the person over there was trying to pawn off all the work onto her and I said well what was he doing was he just standing there with both his thumbs up his ass and he would take him out every now and again smell his thumbs to see if his shit don't stink and I got no really response out of it besides the covering of the mouth with both hands so I don't know if that's good or bad like did she find it shocking but funny or shocking and appalling? Because when you look at me, you probably don't think I am the way I am. And honestly, at work, it seems to be, well, I don't know. A, a lot of the people, a lot of the younger got white guys, um, seem to be cut from the same um like car loving cloth whether they are like we'll say country or or what have you or not um because people are asking me shit and I, I don't know I really don't once again although my dad loves cars that never got put on me you know, he'd take me to car shows, blah, 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 talk about cars. I don't know. Maybe some things just don't pass down, even though you could share a bond. Like, 
I honestly don't know what my father and I can bond over as far as um like oh you showed me this when I was like n- n- not fishing um I don't I don't know what I can pinpoint and say him and I like obviously we bonded over fucking thi- we obviously we bonded over like fixing the cars and doing fucking work but it's not it was nothing that like i guess both parties enjoyed i mean obviously he doesn't enjoy working on fucking cars that are broken down it's just something he does and knows how to do um but it's not like let's go fishing son i'm like yeah we haven't or Let's watch the game. There was none of that. I'm sure he. I'm. I'm. I'm sure he tried, even though, like, as far as the fishing, um, but not really the. Let's watch this game. So I don't know what I can bond over, or if my love of things, um, will get passed down to any of my kids if I get so lucky to have one or none or two or whatever. But here's one for you. I am curious to know how many civilians you must kill in the military. Like, do you just get a Dodge Charger for free or... Why or or challenger? It's always a it's it seems to be those two, and then like Mustang is the third. Um, but like it seems that uh, often I see what appears in my reality, what I can see through my window, what I see on my reality basis, and take it as you will. Come to me, pluck out my eyeballs, and then take a look around. Invader Zim style. Well, I guess not really the fucking implanted goddamn robot eyes. Anyways, it always seems that people in the military, whether it's the Army or the Marines, one of it seems to be like one of those two, I, I, I assume. I don't know of many Navy or Air Force. Um, and even then when I say I know, it's like, family members or like people on Facebook that I went to school with. Um, Why is it always a Dodge Challenger or Charger? Is there a free, like not reimbursement, but like a package deal where when you sign up for the military, if you get X amount of kills, they give you a f- your pick of a Dodge Charger, a Dodge Challenger. Does Dodge... I wonder how much money they make off of the military. Like, do they have some sort of weird package deal? Or why is it that... Is... Are they somehow tied into the military industrial complex is that why they always buy those maybe i'm not a car guy but since my dad is his love 
of Mustangs. Like, if anyone's like, oh, muscle car Mustang. Why? I don't know. My dad liked it, so that was his first car. So he kind of passed that and let love down to me. Not, I mean, not love, but like, if I think of my dad, I'm like, oh, Mustang. Oh, Lincoln Continental. Oh. But with a Dodge Charger and Challenger. Uh, you know, it seems like if you buy one, you automatically have to like do a burnout on the highway and crash into the cement divider. <laughs> it's like more often than not, I see those spun out than a Mustang or whatever other muscle cars, a Corvette. But Corvettes are like Mustangs and Corvettes, especially Corvettes because they cost more, are like older people that don't, aren't going to fucking growl it and spin and crash into the fucking divider in the first 100 feet. I mean, hell, I seen... It was one of those. I think it was a Challenger. No, no, a Charger. It was a Charger and, and, and a motorcycle. And they were fucking balls to the wall in it from red light to red light. And by that, I mean like... You can see if you if you're in this area enough, you you know you're not going to get to that light before it turns green. Like it it stays red. Like I can coast up to that bitch at 30 miles per hour, hit the brakes, and then it turns green. So these people growling it, they're fucking gung hoing it, and the person on. Both of them almost like crash into one another, like hit each other from the side because the person on the bike, their fucking legs are flailing around trying to keep them from not, you know, crashing from one side or the other. And then they have their, I don't know, minute, not even minute, a fucking second of fun, slam on the brakes and they do it again. I'm like, I see why, I wonder if, like, when you get the one, your mindset just changes, and you're like, I gotta fucking, I I gotta, I gotta crash it into a divider, I gotta haul ass and see how far I can go before I spin out, is that the mentality of the people that drive those things or is it something that happens to them almost as if like a parasite infects their brain I don't know but here's a little commercial break now introducing Becorins the fragrance are you looking for a fragrance that says I hate myself are you looking for a fragrance that says, yes, my favorite poet is Charles Bukowski. Bukowski. Are you looking for a fragrance that announces to the people around you that I am covered in, covering up the smell of piss and or shit? It is a fragrance that tells the truth about you. The truth that no matter how many jobs you get in the gig economy, it is not enough. Never enough. And 
that you also lack intimacy. This fragrance is mostly worn by garbage men, but that is not a diss on them. It musks the smell of putrid maggots that play jack-in-the-box in the garbage cans. Baccarins is also worn by Italian grandmothers who cannot cook. Baccarins uses the sweat and tears of child labor collected from children all around the globe. Think of having a mixture of Chinese and Congo cologne. They'll call you Mr. Exotic. They'll call you Miss Global Explorer. What is that sweet sadness I smell upon your neck? Is it the sadness of the Chinese? Is it the hardworking children of the Congo? Baccarins comes in large vats that are made of bullet cases that are scattered throughout America. And by cases, I mean shells. They are made up of the shells that are scattered throughout America, collected and then welded together. Baccarins is only sold in those stores of those bullet-ridden cities. So, fortunately, unfortunately, it is hard to come by. Here's another random thought I had recently. And it dwells upon cooking. And the fact that I think, to a certain degree, poor people and rich people cannot cook. Meaning, rich, we'll start with the rich people. In my mind, they have chefs and cooks and so they never have to prepare a meal. Do they know a good meal? Do they have a more refined palate than, let's say, a poor person that survives on gas station SpaghettiOs warmed up via a hot plate in the can? I would think so. But here's the thing. Poor people used to know how to cook. That's where you get the soul food from, right? And other things. We're... I'm, not trying to make it a black or racist thing, but hear me out. Now, the food poor people get are typically gas station foods because those people live in a food desert. So what are they eating? Canned foods, boxed foods, or, you know, conveyor belt hot dogs. And here is what I was starting to think, that poor people don't know how to cook. They know how to open cans, boil water, heat up things. Now, if you take a step up above that, for example, growing up, I used to hear stories from my older cousins. I, my oldest sister has 11 years on me. So I'm talking about like cousins in that age bracket. Something She has something like that. Or nine years on me. 11? I don't fucking know. I think 11. <clears throat> so growing up, used to hear, man, I used to love your mom's this. I used to love your mom's fucking 
desserts or her baked goods or her this, that, and the other. So when my sister and I roll around, mind you, my parents were poorer then than they were when we were around. Not saying that they were well off or anything, but most definitely poorer. So my sister and I that are close in age mostly ate a lot of boxed macaroni and cheese, boxed potatoes, dino nuggets, stuff like that. Mind you, this is what kids like, so it's not so black and white. It's not like she didn't try. It's more like kids want to eat things that are delicious to kids. Not saying dino nuggets and jalapeno poppers aren't delicious to a goddamn adult. But I think an adult should know better in eating dino nuggets and having an occasional jalapeno popper. But here is what I'm thinking. In the future, kids are going to have, they're going to be even less off, not well off, less off. Does that make sense? Hell, we had, at least we had home ec in like eighth grade or ninth grade. I was probably one of the last groups to have it. No, maybe seventh, I don't know, before it got cut. Because, you know, schools really don't teach, at least public schools, at least my public school don't really teach life skills. And I think unless you take an active approach to learning to cook, or if, if you have issues with the kitchen like I do and I have suffer from, what is it, Mirakophobia or whatever, the, however the fuck you pronounce that, um, you're never going to really learn to... You're just going to be stuck in the perpetual state of cans and boxes and warming up waters and, and turning on ovens. And with that comes to just eating shit food. I don't like to cook. I have issues with the kitchen. And for me, I, a lot of times will just throw stuff in the oven. Yesterday, this is what I cooked. I had rainbow trout, delicious mashed potatoes, real mashed potatoes. Didn't put enough cheese in there. Didn't put enough bacon in there. Didn't put enough jalapeno in there. And then um, what is it? Acorns, butternut squash with pumpkin spice as a little, little treat. And then um, I wanted to try these fucking like Asian dumplings that I was told were nasty, which turned out pretty well because they have cilantro in it. And I am the soapy kind. I have the soap taste when I eat cilantro. Um, what was my point of this? Um, so I think only we'll say well off, but not rich people who cook because for me, when I see those videos on YouTube where it's like three levels of chefs where it's amateur fucking, you know, got the encyclopedia of Martha Stewart, Betty Crocker and fucking Betty Grable, uh, memorized and then a professional chef. I always tend to think 
the fucking middle person. It's like, okay, I cook the I cook the fucking like the first person. The second shit looks the best, and then the third is always just like you're doing. For me, my unrefined palate, you're doing too much. I stick with the classics. So, I think that it might be possible a level playing field for rich and poor might be that they don't know how to cook because one is catered to and one is all on cans. You know, there's a lot of places that have food deserts where the only place you can get stuff uh, in a walking distance because a lot of a lot of food deserts, a lot of people don't have cars. And you can't travel far on foot, especially if you're lugging a bunch of groceries. So you just go to the corner store. So you just go to the nearest gas station. And once again, like I said earlier, you ain't got shit there except for stuff that's bad. And that's a problem. But then you put a grocery store in there and then they and people start stealing. And I understand that. So it, it's it's a thing because I once let's play devil's advocate. Let's say let's play fucking. Well, you know, the reason why. Maybe I do. Maybe I don't. Maybe that didn't happen yet. And they do deserve a Walmart or fucking whatever. And you know you come from a, a a less than well-off area when book covers become a thing. And I remember getting, having, it was required for books because our books were so old that they had to stretch a few more years before our district could afford them, afford new ones. And you had either the the designs of like a not really plastic but like a mesh netting one and you had the brown paper bags that you were able to color and doodle on and there was there was a nice little time period like we're learning like this is we're taking an hour after lunch or an hour before lunch and we're learning how to fold brown paper bags because you kids I'm sorry but you live in an area that is depreciating and because of that this district doesn't have funds for books so here you go you need to wrap it in this brown satchel not really a satchel brown Hopefully this a little bit tougher, a little less treated than computer paper paper will protect this book so you don't have to spend $80 at the end of the school year to buy a new one for us because that's the only way we can afford them is by having these completely obliterated and forcing your parents to purchase them in sort of a weird sort of negotiation hostage tactic about moving you to the next grade, which was always weird. It's like, if you don't pay your school lunch or if you don't pay this, maybe I'm not remembering correctly, but it was always 
they would hold you back or there were some weird repercussions somehow. And I always thought that was weird how they could almost extort you through your kids. Am I using that correctly? Extort money by saying your kid is going to have to be held back. I would be like, well, you cannot continue to hold him back after a certain period because he will be so much bigger than kids. You will have to move him up to the next grade like they did Austin McCartney. And then I'll be seeing that bitch next year just because you big ain't mean you smarter, son. And I'm not saying he's dumb. I'm just saying just because you big don't mean you need to move up in life. Because I think he graduated like all of us. All of us regular people. Just because you're fucking six foot in the fourth grade don't mean... Or maybe he was like six foot in the fifth grade. Bitch, I'm seeing you in sixth grade. And you're still going to be bigger than most teachers. You're still going to be bigger than damn near every damn person in the building. Austin. But that don't make you smarter and it certainly doesn't make you dumb and I'll be seeing you there because if you move me up a grade and I'm skipping all my I'm going from adding and subtracting to dividing fractions or whatever the fuck happens bitch I don't even know division I don't even know multiplication so hell yeah I'm gonna be stuck back and placed in the grade I should have been in I don't know. Does that seem like whatever? You feel me? You hear me? Did anybody else get know a person that got moved up because they were just bigger than anybody? This is just a weird fucking way. Imagine, imagine if like you were a dwarf or a midget or whatever you want to call them, little person. Would you be perpetually stuck in the fifth grade because you never hit your growth spurt? Like, oh, we got a we got a little little Timothy got to stay in behind in the fifth grade because he hasn't hit that magical number of four eight. Once you hit four eight, you can go into sixth grade, little Timothy. But until then, I don't care if you're old enough to drink. I don't care if you're old enough to go to war, little Timothy. I don't care. That you have a regular man's sized penis. I don't know why I seen it. I don't know why you showed it. Maybe little Timothy. You need to go to jail for being a sex pervert. Little Timothy. But until you go to jail for your sex crimes. You will stay in the fifth grade. Until you reach for eight. And then you just have like those people with their bones that continue to grow. And then they and then they're just in college by the time they're like fourteen and they're just monstering all over everybody. And the only way they're passing is because they're so damn tall they can peep at everyone's papers like a damn lighthouse shining above them. Instead of shining light, you're just fucking shining that gigantic gaze coming down, not G A Y N E whatever. I'm talking G A Z E gays no, I'm not talking homophobia we're talking like eyes and a light source coming out of you being tall 
Anyways, I don't know how the fuck we got here, but we made it. And speaking of weird little sex perverts, I wonder if all those teen magazines, if pedophiles bought them, if there were, if a lot of pedo, because I don't see myself, if I had a daughter, I would not be buying those magazines for her unless she had her own damn money. And I'd be like, listen, even though you have your own damn money, It's not worth it, honey. Although I don't think they were still around when I was coming up because children didn't have phones. This is back when, like, for me, I didn't have my first phone until ninth grade. And I, and it was like my parents purchased it the first year or not the, the first month. And then it was on me or something, something like that. I, or or did I buy one when I got my first job at 16? Regardless, I saw, I'm going to say they were in elementary school. The oldest girl was not on her phone, but the other one was, and I'll say she's in third grade with a damn sloop neck staring at a damn phone while she's walking around. I don't know if... Well, I do know that there are signs of autism when you stare at a fucking screen all day. Shout out Rhonda Patrick. Shout out other times I heard about it in the past, not as recently as what she said like a month ago. But for me, I don't even know how I got here. Yeah, I'm talking about those teeny boppers magazines when I was growing up. I, in middle school, they had them in, in, it was I remember elementary school, you used to have magazines. It'd be like fucking Nick magazine, fucking zoo magazine, hide and go seek magazine, spot it mag. You know, you know what I'm talking about? Where it's like, you know, fucking look for these five items. Where's uh hide and go seek Pete? Or whatever the fuck his name was. Where's Randall? Remember that one? Where's Randall? Um, but in middle school, I remember they had some of those teeny bopper magazines. I, I don't remember if any guys or girls checked them out. I mean, I'm sure the girls would have. Um, I also remember that there was like dogs and cat fancy for some odd reason. But the weirdest thing to me was, and I don't know if anybody else fucking knew it, but there was like an offshoot section just in middle school. There was not this in elementary school. I didn't find it in 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 uh, uh, high school. But for some reason in middle school, this is where I got my love of conspiracies from. They had like a small section of alleged, like you, here's a book of alleged UFOs. Here's a book of alleged um, cryptids. Here's a they had a, this, a very small but nice selection. I'm talking maybe 20 books. 20 books is enough for somebody to get through in your brief period of middle school. But, holy shit, what are these cats doing? I'll be back.
Cat's done destroying everything in sight. Fucking. Their new thing is jumping up on the kitchen counters and knocking down knives and cutting boards, I guess. Um, but anyways, I guess I'll leave it here. You know, um, we're back coming at you about, about every other week. Um, we might start the GM, uh, UAW strike here Friday. Um, I think I'll be doing Sunday or Tuesday, Wednesday, 7 a.m. to 11 a.m. I don't think I will do, I don't know if I discussed it in the past of trying to record people. Um, just because there can be pushback from the company onto me. That's, it's a possibility and a pushback on those who talk and it wouldn't necessarily, and uh, I don't, because there has been pushback on those who have spoke ill of the company during a strike. My idea was to talk about what it is working there, which in, which could be construed as, Bad, bad for the company because you're talking about people who are going to be like, yeah, I'm kind of addicted to fucking pain pills. Yeah, my back hurts. I've had 14 rotator cuff surgeries just on the the, the one right side alone. So, I don't know. We're probably not. Um, but I will do my best in my brief stint there as a temp. Any type of bullshit I hear like I mean there's obviously the bullshit that we make all this money and they're trying to say that we do in the sense of our like medical care and which is not great I as a temp don't have any dental or vision and the top out is $32 uh, for an employee and that could take anywhere up to seven years once you're hired in and there hasn't been a significant raise in a long time. I remember some old heads talking about when they got hired in talking about like the the percentage the wages increase and by the time it would be now we're talking it would have been more like $70. We're talking the top out would have been almost two and a half times what it actually is now so instead of 32 we're talking about like 70 dollars and the fact that the cost of the truck the the labor alone is something insane and it's it's i know for a fact it's less than 10 percent if you if you have 360 trucks typically coming out i mean they want 387 now but we're going to settle on 360 a shift. So that's 360 times three. We will say a thousand trucks a day coming out at 80 to a hundred grand a pop. You're paying, you're paying fucking almost everyone. Uh, well, I like everyone on one shift alone is covered in one day. In one day. So let's say one week 
one week of production pays for everybody that's there easily easily so what about the other fucking how i don't know how many other weeks in a, in the in the in the year let alone how many weeks we work cuz we have time off for christmas and thanksgiving and shit anyways i'm sick of this place